0: Now, here are the rest of the questions as promised. Hold on, not so fast. I will give them to you if you promise to swear to listen to our show over and over and over for the rest of time. Not too much to ask. Hmm? What was that? Time marches unflinchingly onward no matter what we agree to here. and with time comes the rest of the questions as inevitable as gravity, so you needn't bother swearing anything about anything. Fair enough. Answers. Part 2. So, uh, the question, next question is from three people. Are there more than 20 houses on little street? How long is it? Which is from C, Sam, and Sapphic Nerd. Um, (laughs) Nice S names. Um,
1: Sibilances. Um, Some salamanders. (laughs) Uh, These are our salamander friends.
0: Yeah. Um, And like, the gist of all of these questions is like, in season 2, are you going to start at house number one and the answer to that is no, no.
1: We've, we've seen <laughs> no. that
0: we will be started in house number 21 yes. and a lot of people including in the writer server were a little bit confused about that <laughs> but that is the narrative limitation we have set for ourselves yes. and we are going to have to try and figure out how to tell a story within those narrative constraints which is the whole point of the show and which is something that i hope to find you know, a lot of enjoyment in, and I do, of, like, figuring out ways to bring back characters later on. Or to bring characters from the future back to the present to refer to them later so that their stories come up. All of that is, like, an interesting narrative challenge, and, like, a logistical challenge, and a collaborative challenge. Mm -hmm. Um...
1: Especially having so many different writers.
0: Yeah. And the, the second part of the question being how long is Little Street, or how long the podcast will go on for, um... I don't want a word of God anything, but I will tell you that little street just kinda goes on. <laughs> it just kinda keeps on going.
1: <laughs> we we've, we've got we got a lot to write, okay? We got a lot to write.
0: It is not a particularly little street. It keeps <laughs> on going.
1: It's little in that it's thin question. It's like the Great Wall of China.
0: I mean, it just keeps <laughs> it just kinda keeps on going. Yeah, it just keeps going. Um <coughs> Um. Next question is: How many se- seasons have you planned for this series? I have a plot document, and I think saying that there is a plot isn't of itself a little bit of a spoiler. But I have a plot document, a plotument, um, if you will, a plotument. Yes. And uh, what I'm hoping for is like more than one interweaving plot of like different things that happen in the neighborhood that intersect and interact in different kinds of ways, in much the same way as real people's lives do. Yes. Um. Uh, And for the plot document, I have planned a considerable number of seasons. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it will will probably be more than the number that I have planned. But I don't want to say anything at this juncture. um, Because (laughs) what I have, the the, the things in the plot that I have plotted out um, are not all of it. Because I tend to focus in on certain aspects Mm. and not account for the amount of time that other aspects might take. Right now, we're in a bit of a slow burn pace and we will be for a little while. Um, So just kind of buckle in and enjoy the ride. Yeah, Um, just just hang out, just chill. And pay attention. Yes, pay attention to your ears. And be neighborly.
1: (laughs) And be neighborly. (laughs) Um, Also, that question was was from Bird Who Eats Eyes because Matty didn't say that bird eats eyes. That bird eats those eyes.
0: Um, and the next question is from Wendell's, which is extremely similar, and I feel like I answered it already, which is, do you have a mapped out plan for our whole story arc, or is it still a thing in development? Yeah, I'd say Um, you'd answer that. I answered that question. Thank you, Wendy. Um, the next, how many is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, 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 seven seven. questions. Nice. Um, of which four are asked by Ilsa. (laughs) Thank Others are also. asked by Wendy, Carter with a K and Since. Are asking, you know, like maintaining multiple writers, um, is Matty a secret mastermind pulling the strings? Yes. Or how does neighborly tell a quote unquote overarching story?
1: The answer is yes. And this those is those where
0: questions. we get into the complete anarchy that <laughs> is the neighborly process.
1: Yes. Good lord. Okay. You 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 know what? You go first.
0: Okay. So here's essentially how season one got made. Season one got made is I put is people said, I want to be a part of this and started claiming episode numbers and they started claiming episode numbers that were as far apart from each other as possible. Yep. And mentally, I understood this because the entire concept of neighborly is that you don't realize what your neighbor is up to. You don't know that the person right next door to you has a life that is as rich and as complex as you do. And it's really hard to process that because you are so focused in your own thing and you have to be kind of to survive. Um, But literally everyone has their own thing that they're focused in on. Mm. And um, that is kind of the point of, of this story with a lot of different stories. So for the production of season one of Neighborly, well, okay, so people were picking really, really far apart houses because... Again, it was really hard to to mentally contemplate the fact that house number one has an interesting story. House number two also has a different interesting story. Mm. House number three has a completely different interesting story. House number four has a completely different interesting story. And they all interact with each other because they're neighbors and they know each other and they see each other quite frequently. But they don't have much to do with each other's stories. Um, So people were picking houses that were very far apart from each other. So I had to say... Right. Based on the amount of people that we have working here right now, and based on the amount of episodes that you have all said that you kind of want to do, I'm going to say that we are going to work on the first 20 episodes, the first 20 houses, and you have to stop. Because you can't do episode 69 (laughs) because we're not there yet. You have to make all of the episodes before then.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we have to Um, make our way up to it, okay?
0: Yeah. And people were really, really hesitant to pick episode numbers that were in the first half of the season because they wanted more time to work on it. Because, you know, episodes were still being written when episodes were being put out because it was a learning experience and the whole point was to put things out.
1: Yeah, I remember specifically going, right, I'm going to have because um, originally 10 was in place of uh, episode 11 I was like I'm going to have 10 in the second uh, th- this episode in the second half and this episode in the first half um, and then and then episodes started going out and I was like I can't move my episode any closer to it coming out I'm just going to have to wait <laughs> but I managed and to move was like... we, swapped, we swapped 10 and 11 but yeah. with 7 I was like I can't, I can't just put it in at 4 <laughs> I can't do that now <laughs> yeah
0: no. You really wanted to. I feel like everybody else had that same thing of like, oh, I really wish I had claimed an earlier episode mm. because yeah, it's I wish like, my episode was out already.
1: Yeah, it's like I need more time to work on it, but also I want it to be out now because mm. I need I need to be able to talk about it and get reactions.
0: Yeah. And then the part of that question being like, how does neighbors tell an overarching story? How do we collaborate? Um, the answer is literally that people will write their episode draft and like put it out there and like explain to everybody else in the server what they are working on and why and what is involved and people will like read each other's episodes and then they will notice oh i can use or i can reference this thing that you have put in your episode in my episode Mm. and then you kind of collaborate a little bit on that um and then you like like for example um kira is a baker, and that she appears, like, in several places, mm-hmm. but the first time she actually properly appeared was when I writ- wrote episode 19, um, which I wrote quite quickly, which okay. means there's a benefit to, like, getting your things in early, because the earlier you can finish a draft and show it off to everyone, the earlier people can start going, I'm going to make your thing important in my thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, we're going to have to encourage people to <laughs> read each other's stuff this season. Yeah, because, definitely. Yeah. um, And that's kind of how it works. Like, I'm not sitting there with a big planned document with my web, pulling all the strings, saying to people, you need to write about this, you need to write about this. Like, occasionally, because I'm the only one who technically has to read every single episode, mm. I will occasionally, like poke people and be like your one is quite similar to your one you might have to re- you might have something that you can reference there yeah. or this this element might be useful for this writer and I just kind of poke people and like point them in each other's direction, mm. um, so that for example if we are accidentally creating a lot of things because what what tends to happen is that people will independently come up with extremely similar ideas to yeah. each other, um, and that happened in in season one with, um, the
1: redacted. The yeah the redacteds,
0: which is the group of people that like have like you know a different relationship with identity and like sort of physical shape even so that's like you know house number five um three five seven se- fifteen no,
1: not- yeah yeah yes. yes yes Yes. um
0: and and it also happened in season two and i won't tell you what the theme of season two is Turned out to be but I'm excited we though. didn't decide to do that we didn't say you write this you write this you write this you write this like it happens completely organically yeah
1: um, I remember when you first brought that up and I was like oh no am I gonna have to change my episode and then mm. like I read the other episodes and I was like these are completely different but it's great okay that's fine we're cool yeah
0: I actually genuinely love it because at first when I started seeing like this similarity I was like oh no like somebody's gonna have to change and then I thought about it and I was like Wait, these are all extremely different takes on this creature, mm. um, and these are all people with different experiences and different backgrounds approaching this one topic in different ways, completely independently of each other. And it means that we end up with this extremely thorough and like very varied and nuanced analysis of this trope creature. Yeah, that I really, really, really enjoy um, because some of them are like straight horror. And some of them are romantic wonders, and some of them are romantic tragedies, mm. and some of them are just this guy is going about his goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> He's just vibing.
1: <by laughs> He's just vibing. Um,
0: and like that's kind of the wonder of having so many collaborators and letting them just do whatever. Is that like when when all I I don't mind if the two episodes are quite similar. What I want what I want it to be is intentional. Like when nobody and. Uh, Alcyone for metamorphoses are friends and they contact each other and they keep in contact and they know each other Mm. um and the references to each house is like we 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 know what we're doing essentially yeah is when when uh, when we realize that there is a commonality like that that we do it on purpose um yeah and that's kind of how we do things Mm. um the next question that is in Sort of this section that I have titled "Maintaining Plot with Multiple Writers" is how do you keep all the characters straight from Graham? And the answer is we don't. No, they are not straight. No, stop.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> what's straight? No, what does that mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, there are very few things I will word of God. If you think any of these characters are straight, like what is well, okay, a couple of them are straight.
1: Very um, few. They few are them.
0: all the villains. <laughs> 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 but even even among the villains. Most of them are gay or bi. Like, they're not straight. You can't...
1: There are very few straights in this
0: podcast. Sorry, Graham. I know that's not what you mean. What you mean (laughs) is how do we manage to sort of keep all the characters, you know? Straight. How do we we understand that there are lots of characters here and they're all different and they all have different stories? And the answer is we have a lot of different people working on the show (laughs) and they all keep track of their own thing. Yes.
1: Which is very helpful. Very helpful.
0: Mm. <laughs> so the next section of questions is about plot. Plot. That's what we like. Plot. Plot. Um, some of these we will be able to answer. Some of these we will keep quiet about because they might be spoilers. But a couple <laughs> of these are questions that Andrew asked to be sent in. I did because
1: I I tweeted because I was like, please let me info dump. So okay that's what y'all get
0: and that's fine because i've done a lot of talking because for season one a lot of it was me driven but for season two we're hoping to get even more anarchistic yes um Um, so many of us (laughs) (laughs) there are so many of us uh we are a collective (laughs) um so yeah for plot uh Many of the neighbors recur, from since, many of the neighbors recur and are involved with one another. Will these continue to be in passing or will there be overarching narratives? This is kind of a spoiler. Um, a little bit. A little bit of a spoiler. But I think that from <clears throat> season one you can start to see there's a kind of something that we're trying to do mm-hmm. in terms of particularly Agatha's plotline. Yes. Um, you can sort of see that she appears in episode one is sort of referenced in episode 13 with some background. Mm-hmm. Um, is, like, referenced again in episode 19 and appears again in episode 20. And all of these things essentially contribute to a backstory and a plot around her and, like, a thing that she wants to do. And I think that, like, things that characters, like, motivations for characters have also kind of emerged in season one, particularly episode 19, that were not resolved in mm-hmm. their episode. Um, And I don't know if you can call that an overarching narrative, but uh, we're going to try. And that's the challenge that we set for ourselves is we're going to try and resolve those. We will. (laughs) Next up, Andrew, is the helpful being having a nice day from Suffolk Nerd?
1: Yes, I like to think so. I like to think that um, right now they are people watching at a cafe drinking something nice, I don't know, tea? I like tea. We'll say tea. Um, <laughs> people watching and performing little miracles and helps as people go by and as they see them. And maybe Bentley will join them later and they'll go out for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think they're having a nice day.
0: Okay. Um, so the next two questions are specifically questions that you asked to be sent. And <laughs> um, from Alex DeBlue and Compass Witch, Alex D. Blue asked, Why is Captain Aloysius Hildegard named that backstory, please? And Andrew Mercator, Why are your characters named that and why, what are they named? I want to hear your info dump from Compass Witch.
1: Okay, so Captain Aloysius uh, is named because. So, Stegonauts. Stegonauts came about because I was in work having a bad day and my boss said to me, Do you want to put the Stegonauts on? And I said, What? And he said the Stegonauts, the pirates with with the archivist, and I'm like, do you mean the mechanisms? And he was like, sure, yes, those ones. So the Stegonauts happened because my boss didn't remember the name of the mechanisms, which is beautiful. But basically, I popped into the voice um, into the Discord, and I was like, Stegonauts, this is a word, let's use it. Um, so Aloysius is called Aloysius because um, my boss also does some writing. Um, like, uh, OC stuff, and he was one of his main characters is called Aloysius Hildegard, and I was like, hey, seeing as you, um, are basically the reason this episode is happening, do you want to name the character that I'm writing for which is the captain? And he was like, Aloysius Hildegard, and I'm like, okay, you got it, there you go, sorted. So that's why Aloysius is called that.
0: It's a very pirate name, so I appreciate <laughs> it. It is, it's very good.
1: Uh, and then, why are my characters named what they're named? Okay. So, um... The Being is named The Being because they are a being, Um, and I was like, I don't want to give them a specific name that's going to be like, oh yeah, this is The Being, their name's Jeff. I don't know, you know, I wanted it to be a name, like a title, but not like something that you could sort of pin down. Bentley is called Bentley because I am a huge Good Omens nerd and I was thinking of names and I looked at my Good Omens books and went, Bentley? Sure. (laughs) Because. um, Coleridge Ripner. Dr. Coleridge Ripner is called Coleridge Ripner because at the time that I made him up, which was a very long time ago when I was in high school, um... I was re-watching Charmed and there is a character in Charmed called Cole, so I stole his name. And then I had recently watched the movie Red Eye with Killian Murphy, and I went, That character's name is Jackson Ripner. I'm not gonna call my character Jackson Ripner, I'm gonna call him Coleridge Ripner. And 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 therefore I stole his name. Um because because I like names from various places, and if any of you um, figured out that Coleridge was from Charmed and Ripner was from Red Eye, then you get a high five from me. Um, not right now, because my wrist is bad, but one day. <laughs> um, and then Ezra is called Ezra, because I just like the name. Um, and I was like, if I'm going to put these two characters together, Coleridge and Ezra, I want a name that sounds nice for the ship name. And I was like, Ezridge sounds good. There you go. Characters called Ezra. And that's that's why <laughs> my characters are named what they are in season one. If you want to know about season two, you'll have to ask after season two.
0: Well, I mean, that just means that we're going to get this exact same question in the season two and
1: I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I, like, um, I like to info dump.
0: <laughs> oh, I think the next one is also for you, but there is... There are some fantastic names in this podcast. I'd love to know more specifically about where the names Eloise, Kindergarten, and Alcyone come from. Are any of the funny little origins or meanings? Also, Angela the Cat, A names. They are good and they are money. From Ellis. Um, I know... We talked about Alcyone in, um, the Behind the Houses episode with Emily Laris, and mm-hmm. the answer to that question is, um... <sighs> Alcyone is from Greek myth. Yes. Um, But the, uh... A names is something that I want to talk about because um 50% of the writers of Neighborly have names beginning with A.
1: We're taking over. <laughs> and I don't know how. I would and like I don't know
0: why this happened.
1: Angelo the cat is called Angelo because originally Cole had a brother called Angelo and I was like I want I don't want him to have a brother and I was like well he's got a cat. The cat's called Angelo now. Um <laughs>
0: plotline where angelo meets walter and like turns into a person yeah
1: but yeah um, i remember i remember calling writing Angelo as angelo and then going that's another a name mm. ah
0: <laughs> cursed
1: there's so many of us
0: and oh my god oh my god okay the next question is just highlighting to me that i am contributing to the problem of a names
1: <laughs> um, yes
0: which is did Agatha kill Anthony from Ocean and i was just like i didn't realize that this was ambiguous <laughs> but apparently it was because people after the finale were like oh did 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 she did he did he die i was just like wait you didn't it's not clear <laughs> and they were like well i checked the, the trigger warnings and and there's there's death in there so i guess he died And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes. Like, this is the thing is that I don't, I don't want to, this isn't the kind of question that I want to answer because I don't want to be like, oh, you know, there's a true answer for this. And the fact of the matter is, is that this happened and this, this and the other. Okay. So I originally wrote it so that Agatha killed Anthony at the end. Um, that she like ate him. Oh, and um. so I was, I didn't think it was ambiguous, but I mean, if you see it differently, um, don't make this assertion or the trigger warning stop you. Like maybe Anthony ran away and, and survived somewhere and, and you know, maybe he <laughs> survived for so long that he survived until the world ended and got on, some kind of uh, you know, his ancestors got on a spaceship uh, and and went and founded a company called Stella Firma. And
1: uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe I mean.
0: <laughs> and then his his his, his it, like maybe Anthony's second name is Geisman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to write fan
1: fiction about that, please do. Maple eater Stella Firma, byline exists. Okay, noted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: another question is did anthony recognize agatha as the girl from the story who was non-consensually told from ocean and um again uh anthony sort of says in the episode that he recognized the name and didn't remember where he recognized it from but he didn't care um because the narrator says that she's going to save him um, or release him from this torment, basically. And. Um, technically, she did. Technically, she did, yes. Well, it, I mean, it depends on it your depends, interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, did Anthony recognize Agatha as the. Yeah, in my mind, like, that's where he recognized the name from, but he didn't remember that that's where he recognized the name from. Like, that's what I wrote, and that's what I intended the right to be. But again, <laughs> if in your head. Like Anthony used to babysit Agatha or some shit. That is fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, have whatever headcanons you want. Like, this is, that's why I love headcanons. Oh god, that's so good. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Getting excited about headcanons.
0: Okay, the next three questions. The next. <laughs> um... <laughs> the next question is from Reese Geisman. <laughs> And it is does the narrator eat and if so what's his favorite meal Um and the answer is spoilers <laughs> <laughs>
1: He eats spoilers Um
0: he eats spoilers his favorite meal is fear <laughs> Yep he eats he eats attention
1: Yep <laughs> I <mean>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his
0: favorite meal is arrogance <laughs> Uh, The next question is from Anonymous, in all caps. Is the narrator single? My answer is get better taste.
1: (laughs) I mean, you can't argue with that. That's. I
0: know I probably have written a Tumblr sexy man, but that doesn't mean I condone your attraction to him. Like, I know it's inevitable, but God. (laughs) I know I wrote wrote a little... (laughs) <laughs> I can't I don't I can't even describe him without swearing um, <laughs> and, uh, um, and I know I know that I've given him all of the like smug little things that make people in fandoms interested in a character however consider this I do not like him
1: <laughs> <laughs> disgusting little man narrator
0: yeah, yeah. Fun to play, um, very fun to kind of get that, you know, little, I'm better than you attitude <laughs> out of my body because yeah. I don't believe in that. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, the next question is from Ellis. It is, what does the narrator sit on? And this is a reference to the line from episode twenty where the narrator says, "I'm just sitting here," oh, <laughs> uh, a chair. Um, next question. <laughs> um, no, but this is another. Up to your interpretation thing. I mean, I'm assuming I will canonize it at some point. Maybe. Um, May have. Maybe not. Who knows? Like, listen, as far as you, the listener, know, I will never bring up the narrator again. I will never directly address him. He will just simply, you know, be extant as a storyteller and will never, ever be referenced again. Just as a sort of, like, fun little, this is a podcast that that plays with the fourth wall thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone believes me about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> As far as you know, that is the case. Um, The next question is from Wendell's 1967, a.k.a. Wendy. You've made us, the listener, explicitly consistent in the narrator's dastardly shenanigans. How very dare you? (laughs) We dare. We dare. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, Yes. That is, that was the point. Thank you for understanding. <laughs> Thank you for understanding me. <laughs> you are complicit. Yeah. Uh, you're complicit in whatever yeah. he's up to. You're part of it. Um, the next question is from Nigel Money Podcast, Viking Lady. Will we see more of Wilbur? Will Agatha be okay? Can I write an fanfic? Will we see more of Wilbur? Spoilers. Will Agatha be okay? Well, she's not now. But... <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's.
1: I don't think she's been okay since episode episode one. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, will she be okay? To listen to season two. Can I, ri- <laughs> Can I write neighborly fanfic, please? Um, please do. Yes, of please. course. Please. please do. We really, really, really love literally any at all fan engagement. Yeah. Like to the point where like. If you make money off of fine content that you make from Neighborly, that is allowed. Not only is that allowed, that is encouraged. Please do it. If you would like to, like, make Etsy merch of our show.
1: Do it and send me the link, please. And sell it.
0: And keep all of the profits. Literally, all you have to do is tell people that it's from our show. Like, maybe link to our website or link to somewhere where people can listen to the show. And that's it. You can make as much money as you want because that is what we want.
1: <laughs> yes, please make things so that I can consume yes. them.
0: Please. Please yeah, I mean. make neighbourly content. Put the please content in Please sell neighbourly content. Please make neighbourly... Take neighbourly art commissions. Please, um... Please. Friggin' take fanfiction commissions. Do like, it. Like, engage in the fandom. Do engage... It. Write your it own goddamn
1: houses. Do it.
0: Absolutely. Write, write your own houses... Put, stick a number on them, and then when that number actually comes up, be embarrassed and register. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> that last step is not necessary. No, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> um, somebody wrote uh, an episode on uh, set on Big Avenue, which yes. I enjoy and I feel like is a very good alternative to writing a house that is later on a neighborly that we will probably cover, mm. is writing a house on Big Avenue. Um, if you want to do that. Which is not least, little stream. Fine, good, encouraged. Is <laughs> the
1: bootleg version. <laughs> bootleg like. neighborly. Yeah. Um, Nabbley,
0: Yeah. So the second, the la- I think this is the last section.
1: Yes. It um, looks to be.
0: And we're about an hour into recording. So I will probably have divided this into two. Yeah. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, is the opinion section. Mm-hmm. So the first question. What was your favorite idea for an episode? As in, without considering sound design or the writing, which concept for an episode interested you the most from Catherine B? Hmm. Um, which episode concept is my favorite? I really like... I, here's the problem is that I kind of love all of them. But
1: yeah, they're all um, very good.
0: Like, in execution and in... Concept. I just think that they're all really, really cool. Um I think if I had to pick one... 20, to be honest. Like I love fourth wall breaking shit. And I know yeah. that I, it's probably a cop-out to choose my own one. The, my I think my favorite of the ones that I didn't write was probably 13 and 19th. Mm. Um, because I love I love that somebody played around with that thing. And I love it when people are like, here's a new Idea, yeah, and especially when it's like here's a new idea that is involving the home, and so many look based things are about your house, um, and things that you have in your house. So, I really loved Alex taking the initiative and doing a look episode for 13. Mm. What's your favorite one?
1: Um, of my own 10, because I like Coleridge a lot, I'm very soft for him actually saying that. Oh, I like The Being too. Anyway, not my episode. Let's talk about not my episode. I think my favourite idea for an episode in season 1 was probably... I really liked Eleven.
0: Yes, Eleven is a good one.
1: Corviday Tarot was mm. outstanding.
0: There are a couple of episodes that are from the perspective of non-Little Street residents, and I think that they're all really cool.
1: Mm, yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, so, the next question is: Which house was the most challenging to record? Which we have already answered was episode twelve. Mm-hmm. And which house scared you, the narrator, the most, horror wise? Um, I'm not the narrator, <laughs> and um, I, I, I play the narrator. I'm not the narrator, but also this is a question asked by Neighborly Fan Thirteen. Which Andrew? We have thirteen fans. We have thirteen. <laughs> we have thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. That's fans. so many. That's like Man. almost
1: one a day for two weeks. Oof. <laughs> That's a baker's dozen.
0: We've hit the big leagues, we my have. friend.
1: We need. it. We need <laughs> no more. We can just stop here. We, we've done it. Yeah, we've won.
0: Thirteen. Incredible. 13. Incredible that we've got thirteen. Fans. Absolutely banging. Fantastic. Okay. Which house scared me the most? Which did I get freaked out by the most? Um, I get freaked out by my own. way <laughs> more <laughs> than I do. Anyone else's, but I, I do think that probably the one that freaked me out the most was thirteen because um of the the um injury that happens in it uh really scared me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I ca- I can't think about it. I can't I can't think about sustaining that kind of injury. Like I know people have, and like I just think that that specific injury is very Scary for me to imagine yeah. happening to myself. Um, because of you know I write a lot and I do get a lot of pain in my hands, mm. um, and will probably develop arthritis. Let's be real. But yeah, it really scares me. Um, but th- I think the one that scared me out of all of them was probably um House Number Eight because yeah. I wrote it and I read it specifically to scare myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it's kind of about. You know, being incredibly good at something and um, having the talent that you have surpass your control of it Mm. to the point where whether or not you are good at something feels not up to you. Yeah. And that is something that I kind of relate to Mm. um, as, you know, former gifted kid moments. Uh, (laughs) But yeah. Same. The next question from Catherine B is, which house do you think you'd get along best in? What do you think, Andrew? Um,
1: hmm, That's a good question. What house did I get along?
0: Crucially, as the narrator says in episode 20, they're not all bad.
1: Yeah, like, like seven is a good house. It's not necessarily a house once you get inside. It's whatever you need it to be. But there you go, it's whatever you need it to be. So if I walked in Mm. and I was like, hmm, I'd like a swimming pool. Sorted.
0: Also, a lot right. of the houses are just houses, and there's yeah. nothing special about them. It's the people that are in them that yeah. make the story happen. Yeah, like for example, thirteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thirteen's just a house. Um, it's completely normal people who just have like, um. It's like like there are very few. There's only one supernatural thing that happens in thirteen. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, like. What one do you think you get along best in? Seven?
1: Yeah, I'd say seven, just because I could make it whatever I wanted it to be. Or, Mm. going by that, 15. Either or.
0: 15, yeah. You think you get along well with 15? Like, I think that'd be a lonely existence. Maybe. Because the house is very, like, picky about who it lets in and who it lets stay. Yeah, that's true.
1: That's fine, I've got internet.
0: (laughs) 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 Um... I would probably I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um I guess I'm not it kind of depends on the question like which character would I like be best in like if I was in a character in the show or which physical like house mm. or which terror inside of the house would I get along best with. Um <laughs> Uh I don't know, probably um Probably nine. I want to hang out with the witches.
1: <laughs> the witches do seem pretty funky. Yeah. Just don't drink the tea.
0: Um, Rowan L. asks, Who would win in a fight, the neighbourhood cats or the neighbourhood birds? Um. This is canon. The birds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. The birds. There's no question about that. I mean... um,
0: It is implied in episode, I think, 17, mm-hmm. that the birds have won several fights with the cats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: That's true. <laughs> Rowan L also asks of all the houses so far which is your favorite exterior design? Oh. Um the design description of the literal house. Not all of them have exterior descriptions.
1: Yeah. I quite like Coles because it's it's just it's like it's just a nice little house and there's like mm. pebbles on the driveway mm-hmm, and hi. there's there's bugs and 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 flowers and stuff. I like that.
0: I like um, so I like, in episode one, Law numbs, because I like mm-hmm. weird little things. Yeah. But I also like how, in episode, um, 13, that is mirrored in the- I think it's Flamingos that Alex went yes, with? Yes, I think so. Um, and I also love- this is me tooting my own horn <laughs> fully, but I love- episode 19, talking about the exterior is completely neglected, yeah. but it just refuses to decay or show anyone that there's a problem. Mm. And I feel like that is such a perfect metaphor for the person who lives there who is Sam, who is like everything has gone to hell, but yeah. I'm not going to let you know that. Yes. <laughs> and the only person that Sam ever like let know that everything is terrible, besides Kira, is Walter. <laughs> yeah. Plus. <Bless. laughs> well wait no that that mm, we can't say what animal noise we made just there because
1: meow the entire point of walter is that it is i just
0: said audience interpretation it's up to audience
1: we're just gonna delete this bit nobody heard anything um i'm
0: gonna bleep it out like it's a swear yes
1: amazing anyway (laughs) just bleep them all out or like like in spongebob when there's just like the horn noises
0: (laughs) the dolphin noises yeah okay (laughs) I don't, what, um, I don't know
1: what noise a dolphin makes.
0: Next question is: Which house is your personal favorite? Do you have a favorite cat adjacent being from Augustine? Do you have a favorite cat adjacent being?
1: Um, the the cat from Seven, probably. Does to- Toby is not a cat adjacent. Being. Toby's He's a, a fox. fox. But I can I say to- I, I think just foxes, like foxes are cat adjacent. Yeah, they they're dogs running on cats. <laughs> software That's a or quote.
0: something. That's a quote for the quote bot, anyway. I think <laughs> yeah. Foxes are cat adjacent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to, I say, to I like foxes. Foxes are my favourite animal, so I feel like mm. I should say to, 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 Toby. 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 But at toby. the same time, the idea of just having a cat-shaped creature on a wall, just vibing all day. I like that.
0: Yeah. 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 What about you? Um... Walter is kind of Jason, and I love him with my whole heart, and will defend him with my life. Walter is good. <laughs> um, who on Little Street dresses the most colorful? From Elsa, what's your take? Um, I'd 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 say the
1: Stegonauts because they go all over the universe, so they they have lots of opportunity to get fabrics and stuff from different places. So I I was gonna say the witches. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah. But also, like under
1: witches, and hmm.
0: or- But also, like maybe some people who we haven't met yet.
1: Yeah, I mean that's for sure. We've still got some houses to go. We've only yeah. hit twenty. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, this is a um. This is a question that I that is very um. This next question is, is I feel personally attacked by it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's from Tim, aka Saturn, sats falling down on Twitter. Uh, what was it like watching listeners speculate, form communities in spaces like the neighborhood discord? Any fun memories? Um, okay. First of all, this is my favorite thing about making the show, is all of these people who listen to it and who... Like, I'm building a puzzle for and they are putting it together. And the speculation and the debates and the sort of, like, communication about, like, what's going on and the live tweet threads and, like, all of these things is so interesting. However, at the very beginning, I could not cope with the theories. I couldn't. I couldn't handle it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) I remember that.
0: The reason being is that I'm autistic. Um, and that's not a secret, but, um one of the things that I've always struggled with is um, being misunderstood because I feel like in my life I've learned that communicating clearly and effectively is like a matter of m- making something amazing or ruining your whole fucking life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: again, that's another swear that I will have to censor. But <laughs> So, whenever somebody was in the Discord, in the Theories channel, talking about like, something that I hadn't thought of or something that was completely wrong or, like, they were focusing on the wrong thing where they weren't noticing something, um, that would make their theory better. It, like, took absolutely everything I had not to just explain the entire plot of the show, not just for this season, but, like, all of the plans that I have, the, what little sort of plot speculation I've been cobbling together and all of the ideas that I have in my document... To try and communicate to people what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to say and what is actually going on, what is happening. And I had to kind of come to terms with the fact that it is not that high stakes in this situation and people are supposed to get it wrong. And eventually, like, they will have enough information that it will make sense. And that is the whole point. But it is so hard. Yeah. And I still do have trouble with, like, not telling people absolutely everything like people will people i will be sitting in a voice call with some of my friends and i'll be like can i tell you what happens in (laughs) (laughs) neighborly
1: luckily we've got slightly around that in that you can you can talk about it as long as it's in irish and nobody there speaks irish
0: (laughs) yeah i can talk about it as long as i speak it in irish i i have spoiled entire episodes um but just in irish so nobody understood what the hell i was talking about yeah but um it's the way to do it (laughs) yeah um the uh Yes, I love it. And I've, I've really gotten better at responding to theories and not getting stressed out when they're too far off the mark. Yeah. Um, Like, I will just sort of be like, I guess you'll find out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it. And if anything, I would say do it more so that I can get more used to it. Yes. And also because I desperately want to see it and it's my favourite part of making the show. So please... Um, you know, help me with my therapy of learning how to do it better, and and give me more theories. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, how about yourself, Andrew? Do you have anything to add to that question?
1: Um, I really like it when when people are in the theories channel in the Discord, and then the writers are in the writers Discord yelling about the theories <laughs> that are being put in. That's, that's <laughs> That's my fun memories. My fun memories is all mm-hmm. of us yelling.
0: <laughs> it's so good because we'll be in the writers' Discord, being like, "They're so close, or they're way off, or yeah. they have the vibe, but the actual like thing that they're thinking is happening is not going to come to pass." But the 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 sense, the the they're like on the right track; they're yeah. just slightly to the left. We just yell at each other and
1: send screenshots and like point out things in our future episodes and whatever, and we we'll just yell, and it's great. Mm. It's so good.
0: Yeah. Um. Andrew, do you play uh TTRPGs? I've played
1: a few TTRPGs. This next question is about D&D 5e and I know some classes and races. So I I can I can help out vaguely question mark. Uh so the question if you had to play your characters in D&D 5e, what classes and ancestries would they be?
0: From Alex C. Blue.
1: Yes. That's a good question. And
0: the answer for me is I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know anything about it. And I feel like I'm um, a little bit of an outlier in the podcast field and not knowing anything about... Well, I kind of... Like, I've played one or two games, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know. And I definitely don't know D&D because uh, of the games that I have tried, it is the worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have watched some D&D campaigns. I'm I, a fan of Critical Role, and I've played Neverwinter uh, Never Nights on my PC for a while. Um, so I know some stuff. So I could tell you that, for instance... Um, let's see. The being would probably be... Asimar. Um... ASMR. um I'm fairly sure that's the one, the one that's de- descended from divinity. That race. I'm hmm. I'm bad with words. Um, being in the... yeah. yeah, a warlock, probably. Yeah, yeah, in a warlock movie, or a um, healer. What are they called? Medic? No, cleric? I'm thinking cleric. Thank you. I was th- I was thinking of um, Team Fortress. Um...
0: Come on, I don't know anything.
1: <laughs> You're doing better than me. Um, and okay. then like Cole would be a, I cannot say the second word, water genassi, I think that's the word. Mm. It's like, like a somebody who can control water because that's what he can do. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I can give you very vague <laughs> concepts, but genuinely, the fans might be better at picking those than I would be specifically for my own characters, let alone anyone yeah. else's.
0: And, uh... Yeah, fans would be better at picking this for me, but like the narrator, probably a bard or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, probably like an elf. I don't know what kind. Just an elf. Dark elf. <laughs> um, and there are a lot of ones on here that Alex lists, but yeah, uh, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, fans, um, actually post on Twitter or Tumblr with the hashtag #neighborlypod, which can have a space on Tumblr but can't on Twitter, um, and just post about like who do you think what kind of like if you know about D D, let us know. Yeah, uh, I'd be happy to do that. And also, if you know about astrology, let us know about that too. Yeah,
1: because I know nothing.
0: Yeah, I, we don't know anything. We're happy to learn. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. The next question is from Ilsa. Mm-hmm. And it says, um, do you have a distinct look for the narrator in mind? And what exactly he is? Did you have that in mind from the start or did it change? That, mm, <laughs> um, from the start, I did not have an idea of what he looked like. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've made him on a bunch of pick Uh But, like, what he is, he's a narrator. Like, yeah. Oh, he, 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 uh, what's his name? He's a narrator. Yeah. What what is his first name the is Burr. His second name is Narrator. Mm-hmm. This is the, the other narrator. thing about him that you have to know is he does not like personal questions. And these sound like personal questions. Yeah, they they do. <laughs> they kind of do. <laughs> Question from Murray. Hi, Murray. Hi. Hi. Do you think you would get along with the narrator if you were ever to meet them in w- real life? Why or why not? No, I wouldn't, because <laughs> she's smug and really cocky and arrogant and doesn't really like being perceived to the point where, like, it makes him incredibly uncomfortable to be spoken with. Mm. Um, and that makes him really angry. Uh, and, like, short temper. Um, Not a great grasp on... Like when situations are messed up and when situations are fine mm. as evidenced by the tone of glee in episode 1 <laughs> um, so uh, no I would not get along with the narrator and I feel like this answers the next question which is which character do you kin the most hard mode can't choose the narrator from <laughs> Catherine B that is not hard mode <laughs> that is easy mode <laughs> Because, do you think I kin that guy? <laughs> <clears throat> I sure hope not. What yeah. about you, Andrew? Would you like the narrator and who do you kin?
1: Um, I think, I, mm, I whether I get along with the narrator, I think I get along with him in the way that he has a lot of information and I find that interesting. As a being in himself, I would not get along with him. I probably want to punch him. Um, or at least kick him in the shin. Um, as to who do I kin? I don't, I don't, I don't kin anyone. Um, but I'm definitely I put a lot of myself into Cole. Um, Mm. that's for sure. (laughs) So, if I had to say I was killing someone, killing no, kinning someone, it would be Cole. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's valid. Who would (laughs) I kin? Um, probably Lauren from eight. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Fair. Um, and now we're on to the last question. It's been an hour and a half. It has been an hour and a half. I have gotten several phone calls that I've had to hang up on. Oh, no. They, they could be important, and I'm kind of terrified. Um, But... uh, Last question. <laughs> the last question is very important. It's from Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is extremely important the to everybody. And, like, the you know, canon, and yeah. it's extremely important, but it's in the opinion section because it is. Would you rather fight several duck-sized horses or a single horse sized duck?
1: Several Let's... duck-sized horses. Because ducks are small. I don't know. And but if a horse was that small, I'd be slightly less scared of being... Like, I like horses, but also they are terrifying.
0: I'm <laughs> a bit of a contrarian, okay. so I'm going to say to you now... Mm-hmm. That if a duck was horse sized,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't think its circulatory system could take it.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, I thought you were gonna go, I wouldn't want to fight it. <laughs> I mean, like that's fair. If, if there was no. a, if there was a duck that was horse sized, I'd befriend it and you know, were
0: you there when I talked about how much I want to fight all of the blimps in the world? Yes, like... I
1: was. I w- that was that was truly beautiful. <laughs> all twenty four of them. Matty's just gonna go out with a bow and arrow and just attack. I'm gonna. Them.
0: I can take them. Can I can take, take the blimps. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just, just do. Yeah. Just take like a week or two off. Have a holiday. Go around
0: the world, and uh kill some blimps. You know. Yeah. Well, I think we kind of answered that question. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have. Um. And with that, we've answered all the questions. Yeah. We and, have. Uh, Amazing. Thank you for tuning in. Um. We don't know when you will get season two, no. but...
1: We're working on um, it.
0: We are working on it. Yes. And we're going to uh, hopefully be a little bit more thorough with it this time, but maybe not.
1: Nobody knows. Know. It all
0: depends on time and on everybody else on the project, so it's yeah. very changeable. But we hope to get that to you soon. Yes. And talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, <laughs> Uh, Would you want to do the come back soon with me? Oh, yeah, I can do that. Okay,
1: let's do it after three
0: Okay, one two two, three come Come back soon. soon There at last you have all your precious answers all of them all Fully answered to everyone's satisfaction. Wouldn't you agree? You would wouldn't you? Agree so we can all move on with our lives Fine. Ask as many questions as you want, and I will pretend to answer them someday. Until then, thanks for listening. Come back soon.